Hello and welcome to the 11th Pinto 1-1 episode of the Lost a Step podcast. It is Sunday, May 22nd. Mike Marcone, Tom Pinto, Max Kahn, Mark DeStefano. I don't know if he's going to contribute as much as he did last episode today, but he is here yeah. with us as always. The editor-in-chief. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yep. see. Eh, we'll see. How's it going? Boys, before we get started, opening day at Pinto Park, I just need a quick, quick rundown. Very hot day. Um, 14th uh, Pinto Park opening day history. Um, my team did not win. Uh, the best team of the day um, was a very, very strong team. Um, one guy, the uh, probably the coolest thing from to take away from the day is that one guy won his first championship in 10 years, which is the longest gap of winning two championships in Pinto Park opening day history. That's my friend Brian. He only won in 2012, and he won this year. 10 years Happy in for between. you, Brian. Now, he, he hadn't played every year off the top of listener? my head. No, he is. He's not a listener. We off need to get him on here. Off the top of my head, maybe six or seven, but ten years in between his winnings, uh, his team won. And um, physically tired from today because it was it was a hot one. Physically tired. You really have lost a step, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt, Max <clears throat> well, and I boys. have played at Pinto Park. That's true. True that story. True. Yes. True story. That it was a need, walk What are, what are Mark's uh, lifetime? What are Mark's lifetime stats at Pinto Park? Our producer oh, I, plays sports people. I have my own card. You know, it's in the oh. spokes in the bike. I'm going to have to go to the, Mar- Mike. I'm going to have to go to the archives to find the stats. I'll, I'll have it for you by <laughs> at least by next show. Oh, I'm not halfway through this one. I need like a breaking news. Like my producer's in my ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. All right. Let's keep it quick today, boys. What do you say? Let's have a good show. Sure. Um, we're going to get going with the NBA playoffs. Uh, obviously, the Warriors, Mavs, Celtics, Heat. We're going to talk about the NHL a little bit. Um, we have our story you may have missed, and we have the Lost Step segment, which we will always do. Real quick, guys, for our listeners that are on here, make sure you are following us on both Facebook and Twitter. We have accounts for both of those. Um, Pinto doesn't really do much of the Twitter thing, but we did post a very fun picture of him a few days ago. So go check that out. We're going to start doing some polls, uh, maybe some you know, opportunities for you guys to ask us questions. So make sure you follow us on both of those platforms. So <clears throat> getting started, NBA playoffs, boys, Warriors, Mavs, game three going on right now as we speak. Do we have a live update for that? Anyone? Anyone watching? Anyone looking? Pinto? Yep, yep, I got you. I know Pinto's Warriors by six with minute left in the first quarter. Got it. So obviously the Warriors leading that series 2-0. Um, they've looked really, really good. Any thoughts so far on the, the first two games? Um, I did, I didn't watch game one. I watched the second half of game two and I kind of put it on right when the Warriors started to make their comeback. And I don't know guys is a, what is a safe lead against the Warriors in San Francisco? 34. Like you just felt right. Right. (laughs) You, you just, you just felt that that 19 point lead It, 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 I guess, what three minutes left in the second half, they had a bad close to the second half. And then you just felt like this is, this is just going to turn. And um, Luca was spectacular. Jalen Brunson was great. Um, Offensively Dallas was fine, but in the uh, last, what, six, seven, eight minutes. I I don't, I don't even ask you guys if, if you watched golden state was getting so many contributions up and down the lineup. And, 
I can't remember if it was Stan Van, if it was Stan Van Gundy or Reggie Miller. I think it was Reggie who said during the game, like great in the fourth quarter, great job by Steve Kerr rolling with the guys for half of the fourth quarter that really turned the page on this game. And then Clay came back with seven and Steph came back with six, Draymond with five, so on and so on. Man, just the Kayvon Looney scoring the most points in the game since college. He was, he was, he was outstanding. I, I know that he plays very close to the rim and his baskets are from short distances. He well, was 21 tremendous. and 12, 21 right. and 12 isn't a joke, man. That's right. That's, it's good um, contribution in playoff I, I said Mavericks in seven. I'm sticking with it. Obviously, I expect the Mavericks. Wow. I, I, I said that last week, so I have to stick with it. Mavericks been down 2-0 to the best team in the league again. However, and they will have to win one game in Golden State to win this series. However, <laughs> Golden State so far in these playoffs, boys, 8-0. Tough task to beat them at home. Very tough. Takes so, a real man to admit when he's wrong, Pinto, and... We're not there yet. Like you're wrong. We're not <laughs> there just, yet. Yeah, that says a lot right there. But if uh, Golden State win this one, then uh, yeah, then I'll go. Yeah. I'll go crawl in my in my cave. Yeah. Game game one where the Warriors just destroyed the Mavs. I mean, looking at the Mavs, uh, three point percentage, twenty two point nine percent, and we've talked about it in the series against the Suns when those when those guys were going off. You know, not even uh, Luca, but just other. You know, the some of their role players were going six of 10 from three or four of seven from three, you know, that was huge for, for them against the Suns. you know, when Luca maybe wasn't hitting or even when he was, they were just so dangerous. And you didn't see that in game one um, in game two, you did see it and it was a closer game. Um, but again, it's just in the NBA in general, a team could be up a lot. And I, at least as a Bucks fan, like when I watch the Bucks play, if they're down, if they're up by like 15, you don't really feel good until maybe like, five minutes left especially against a team like the Warriors like you said Pinto like you got to be up a ton to to feel somewhat comfortable yeah um and they showed in game two uh it's just crazy that that no lead is safe against them and literally no lead especially at home especially yeah. at home. right and in in that game too I mean they had six guys in double digit, digit scoring they had I think five or six guys with five or more assists everyone was <clears throat> contributing so I mean, that was just a, an overall great win for them. And um, they're up, let's see, they're up three at the end of the first now. Right. So we'll see. I I, I mean, I, I think I said, I don't know if I said Warriors in six or seven, but I definitely think the Warriors think we take both, the series. I think you both said Warriors. I think we both said Warriors in seven. In six, seven? you think? I thought, I thought, we, I, thought I said, said seven. At least. I don't know. Someone's going to have to go back and we'll check that for us. Go back yeah. to the I know. The I know I said the Warriors. I know I said the Warriors are going to win because I'm not an idiot. So, um <laughs> Damn. We'll see what happens with that. Oh, but we're going to have, the, have a nice uh, episode, go back and, you know, things that we wish we could take back. But continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so interesting that we, we had talked about the, the Heat and the Celtics, two teams that um, definitely play good defense. And we talked about how it could be some low scoring games and whatnot. Um, that series, you know, Heat took the, the 2 1 lead uh, yesterday uh, with Jimmy Butler uh, out at halftime with that knee injury. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. I know they, they came out and said it wasn't going to be. Um, I don't think he's going to be out for tomorrow's game. But, you know, uh, what was it? Game one, 118-107, Miami. Game two, Boston won 127-102. I did not see that happening. Um, and then game three, Miami takes it 109-103 to 103 with Bam Adebayo, who absolutely stepped up, who Spolstra calls him the heart and soul of that team. He really stepped up with like 30 points, 12 or something rebounds. Um, 
So I think that was a, that was a huge statement win for Miami winning that without Butler on the floor. And right so far, I mean, it's been the offense, I think for both teams that have really shown they could step up and, and play a little bit. It's a bad one for on, the Celtics to drop. It's a bad one yeah. with Butler going down. I mean, they dug themselves in such a hole, right? They dug themselves in such a hole and they, they came. What was the closest that they got it to in the second half? I didn't watch the game. Did you I watch mean, the, the Celtics pulled the Celtics, within, I think like, it was within two, like two, Three or four. It was, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was 96, like 93 or okay. 96, 90, something really close. Right. They they got really close. That was the that's the game that the Celtics, if they lose this series, are going to look back on and yeah. say, "We wish that we got this one." You know, they but had, don't you think it's an it's an unfortunate situation? Jimmy Butler got hurt. We don't want to see any great player, any player at all, getting hurt. But they had an opportunity once he went down, and they couldn't do it. And who knows if they'll be able to yeah. recover now. And Max, Max, you had talked about, you had talked about Jalen Brown, how he's kind of one of those guys that, um, you know, he's consistent. He, you never really see him doing much and whatever, but you know, Jason Tatum wasn't really himself. He played 41 minutes. He had 10 points, but Jalen Brown, man, 40 points, nine rebounds, only one assist. But I mean, he had a hell of a game. Uh, Al Horford came through with 20 Marcus smart, 16 Jason Tatum kind of let him down a little bit. And Brown had, uh, I believe, 24 in both game one and game two. Like, it, again, even watching the games, I just don't feel like he's putting up those kind of numbers. <laughs> yeah. But there he is. And and along with the 40, he had uh, nine rebounds last night. Um, so, yeah, so big contributions from him. Um, along with Pinto about uh, talking about a one they, like, really should have had. I mean, game one, too, they, they were missing Smart. They were missing Horford. They go in with what? Uh, like an eight point lead at half, obviously, again, that's not a huge lead in in the NBA, but you know, they had a chance to take game one, you know, in Miami too. So definitely some missed opportunities, but it's only two, one They're They're in Boston for the next one. Um, I could easily see it going back and forth. This series kind of like the Bucks Celtics series, maybe each team just keeps winning back and forth and maybe the heat pull it out in seven. But um, I think home court's going to be end up coming up huge because I do think I, I said heat in six. I, I think this one does go seven, um, but I'll still stick with my my heat pick. Um, I will. And Mike, real quick, um, it looks like Butler, from what I'm reading, uh, this is from Yahoo. Um, Jimmy Butler, not uh, reportedly not serious per multiple multiple yeah. reports. That's the knee injury, mm-hmm. and that he's expected to suit up. So that would be Little obviously swollen. huge. He's playing. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's. A, it's funny if you look Jimmy's at it happens all it happens all playoffs. But if you look at the injury list on like. Uh, any platform it's you know vincent day-to-day butler day-to-day lowry day-to-day Struess yeah. day-to-day tucker day-to-day hero day-to-day tatum day-to-day smart day-to-day like all these guys are just nursing yeah. these injuries and right. you never and you know see i mean the even, smart smart yeah. injury that looked yeah he I went thought, down jason he definitely went down. wouldn't return yeah yeah i mean who knows what they what they do to him in the locker room what they give him but <laughs> you can give mj secret secret stuff or something I think, guys, um, we have to mention how good was Kyle Lowry yesterday. Hey, we don't talk about him probably enough. One of the most underappreciated players of his generation. He was great yesterday. Again, generation. Yeah. One of the most. Kyle Lowry never gets brought up in the. I don't want to say, I mean, do we call Kyle Lowry great? I mean, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I say he's very good. I think he's more in that. Very good. But he's a he's he's a great he's a he's a great teammate. He draws the most charges I've ever seen by any player. Defend, yeah, right. Yeah. And again, 
watching the highlights yesterday because I, I did not watch the game live, but watching the highlights, um, watching them this morning, he was he was outstanding. And he gave any hit the biggest shot of the game, gave him the dagger, which basically sealed it for uh, for the heat. So he was first yeah. game back. Talk about making your comeback. Right. What a job by yeah. him. Season yeah. Bet. Do you guys think so? Uh, so if you go on Twitter um, during last if you went on during last night's game, see a lot of the Paul Pierce uh, uh, references and like. I feel like we just see that too much now and good for Paul Pierce for still being talked about all the time because of that, um, the Paul Pierce game or whatever. Um, but it seems like every time someone goes down with an injury, it doesn't matter what, but like they come out of the locker room, it's like, Oh, Paul Pierce. And like, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> over it. I mean, I would agree with you, Max. Kind of. Yeah. That too. Don't just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I'm with you. <clears throat> Anything else on the NBA you guys want to point out, talk about real quick. Celtics better get tomorrow. Pretty much can wrap this one up in a bow. I don't think Miami's going to lose two at home. Celtics got to get tomorrow. Hope they do. I hope the series go seven. Uh, I don't or, know. I'm not a big Celtics fan. I don't know. I think a lot I, of people I'm, are rooting for I'm, Celtics I mean, Mavs. I'm with you there, Mike. I, I, I don't like the Celtics either, but I like seven game series from a neutral, albeit not liking the Celtics yeah. position. Definitely. Yeah. Have you guys... This is a this this could have been a story you may have missed. I I just thought of it right now. Is it the Jermaine um, O'Neal one? No, no, <laughs> no. This is this is a little bit silly that I'm going to throw into the podcast here. But I've been seeing these. Um, <clears throat> I saw it on like uh, I don't know if it was an Instagram reel or something like that, but some conspiracy theory that uh, Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's illegitimate son. Oh, have you guys heard stop. this? No, I have. Have you heard come this? On. No. This sounds on. like Boys, it's going to take a while so, to unwrap. No, 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 no. Come on. I know. Really? I, well, I just thought about it right now. I'm and shocked. I can't. You know, we. So there's this. There's this theory because it said Jordan had uh, like illegitimate son a long time ago. He had left his wife or his family for a little bit to like settle things down or something like that. Um, <clears throat> he left the kid, but he made payments to the family um, up until he was like 13. I don't know. There was some story about that. You can look it up if you want. But then. Jimmy Butler, it's been said that uh, his mom kicked him out when he was 13 because she didn't like the way that he looked. And that because his his father, his father, who left them, stopped paying them when he was 13. So those two things line up. And then if you put two of their pictures side by side, they look like eerily similar. So there's this whole conspiracy that Jimmy Butler is actually Michael Jordan's kid. I don't know if if you're you're listening and you want to look into it or Max, if you want to do some research crazy little thing i should have put it in the stories you may have missed but we got it in anyways and i think it is time to move on to the it sounds playoffs. like an episode of uh days of our lives or general hospital i think that, that <laughs> that's was more story arc. that's more up our yeah. alley mark yeah i know we should start a podcast on that <laughs> should we just transition should we just transition it i mean <laughs> now's the time i know pinto would love our it. six listeners might not be too no, bothered by I, it but i just want to throw in one more thing really quick when <laughs> when mike said when he before he mentioned it, and i said jermaine o'neill I, I saw something this week that Jermaine O'Neal didn't resign with the heat. However, many years ago, because the heat have a rule that you can't have more than 8% body fat. And Jermaine O'Neal wanted to eat a couple Oreos in the off season and not think about it. So, <laughs> so, he, cho- so he chose not to resign with Miami. They have a rule that you can't have more than 8% body fat. That's correct. Is that a real thing though? That is a real thing. Pat Riley is a sick individual, man. 
That's Pat true. Riley I mean, that's not sick that's not individual. sick. That's just saying that you have to be in shape. You can't be fat. Luca could know, never play for the Heat. An exact number. Yeah, under eight percent. Jermaine O'Neal said he wanted to eat some Oreos in the off season and not think about it, so he decided so, not to resign. Imagine like Luka Doncic wants to go to the Heat as a free agent or something like that, and they're like, "Yeah, you got to get down to eight percent body fat, otherwise you can't come." We'll see. Is that what would happen? We'll see. I don't know. What would what am I guess I don't really know body fat too much, so I was gonna say, would I be able to make I the mean, Heat? But probably not. I mean, every guy <laughs> who comes to the Yankees shaves his beard. <laughs> yeah, it's different. Why? I wouldn't. I mean, want it's to shave a similar. I wouldn't want you to shave your beard either, Pinto. But you know, if they're offering you fifty mil, you you do it in nah, a heartbeat. I'm all right, Kevin. You this dude is it. different. Hold on, uh, Mark. I I know we're trying to shorten the show a little bit, but Pinto. First, we offer you the all the money in the world, or or uh, a championship for the Rangers. Or was it the rain or Mets? I don't even remember what the question any, was. Basically, any of any his championship. Teams, but I think we did and the you'd, Mets. You'd rather take the championship. I just offered you fifty million dollars to shave your beard, and you said, "Nah, I'm good." To play for the Yankees? No, I'm I'm okay. Wow. Tom, Tom, Tom. I'm here's the set. thing, Tom. I will turn this. I have My, producer authority. I will turn this podcast into a Rangers set. Jets fan oh. show right now. If you can just take any amount of money. First oh of all, just take, first just of take all, the money. First of all, just I don't want to play for the Yankees because I don't like the Yankees. That's number uh, one. Shut up, dude. Fifty million dollars. Nah, I'm. I'm I would set. play for the Global Gym Purple Cobras. I hate them. I would. I would play for them for fifty grand. But I would be Come miserable. On. I'd be miserable. I'm playing screaming for the into this microphone right now. I'd, I'm be, I'd be. I would be miserable playing for the Yankees. You just love being. Hold on. We have a listener that has called you Thomas Pinto, the antagonist of this show. You love He's being stubborn. the bad guy. You're I just annoying. The, it's, wait a minute. Why is it? Why is it so terrible that you can't be bought by money? Why is that a terrible thing? It's not a terrible thing. You're not being bought by money, Pinto. Yeah, you're yeah. being offered selling- a great opportunity to play your favorite sport for Baseball's $50 million. Hockey's, hockey's my favorite sport. Oh, my God. If I told you that hockey was your favorite sport, you'd be like, that's not my favorite sport. Baseball True. is my favorite sport. sport. True. You're just an antagonist. You're just. Pinto, I think, the the way, I think the way we're looking at it is like you get drafted. Are you going to like tell them, which I know people, I guess. You I know, would tell Eli the, Manning. If, if you're going to pull an Eli a- Manning. If yes, if I was a major <clears throat> league player getting drafted, I would tell the Yankees, "Don't draft me. I'm gonna wear a beard. I will not sign with you." I, I would tell. I know them we're that. never I gonna give them the courtesy, and tell them, "Do not waste your time drafting." I me. know we're never gonna resign. actually find out if this happens, but <laughs> I am not I, getting. Drafted I know the type major leagues people. Not after my wiffle ball pitching today. Certainly I know the not. passion you have, and I just, I'm just not buying it. And I, I know we're not going to agree on this one, but and as Mike is shaking his head and basically throwing up in the background at this, no. I'm so mad. I'm all good, Pinto. I just, I wish you were in the room with me so I could just hit you right in the face. All right. <laughs> I NHL playoffs. Bought. NHL. It's not well, about speaking being of hitting. NHL. NHL playoffs. Here we Take go. The body. Get get the puck deep. <laughs> Here we go. Tell me about it, Pinto. Let's so, go. Hockey's, hockey's your favorite sport. Of course Let's it go. is. Um, start, with rain, start with today's Canes. Um, a tough two games for the Rangers in Carolina. A game one that they were so close to winning. Let it slip. Lost in overtime. Game two, Carolina doing their thing. Playing great defensive hockey. Uh, putting on a clinic um, on the penalty kill. Leading to 
just one non-empty net goal. Empty net goal makes it two nothing. I thought the Rangers would respond today. I thought they would win. They did. They blocked a ton of shots. Igor Shosturkin was great. I thought the Rangers would win today, and they did. Um, and then, but what really got me today was the nonsense after the game. <laughs> Max Domi taking a unnecessary, uncalled for cheap shot at Ryan Lindgren. For anyone who didn't see it, Max Domi, after the whistle had blown and the game was over, took a unnecessary swipe at Rangers defenseman Ryan Lindgren. Sometimes this happens at the end of playoff games, the team that loses. One of the tougher guys is on the ice, wants to try to ruffle the feathers of a player going off the ice. A lot of the times it's just mutual. The players make eye contact, little pushing, little shoving, refs separate them. That's it. They go to the locker room. Lindgren wasn't looking. Very cheap. And now the Rangers are going to be juiced for game four. Gerard Gallant post game saying that we've got the guys he was fired up. He was fired up. He was fired up. And this series is taking a turn now. And this is going to be a very intense game for a game that I think the Rangers really need to win for as good as Carolina has been at home. And they've been great in the playoffs five and oh, they've been equally not great on the road. They're and four. I don't know if the Rangers can win two games in Carolina. I don't. I, I don't know if they can do it. Although they they almost won game one. I don't know if they can fall behind 3-1. I mean, just law of averages, just doing... I, I know they've done it three times in eight years, and they've done it... They did it last week, coming back from 3-1. You can only do that so many times. I think the Rangers need to win game four and then just try to steal one in Carolina in game five or seven. But this is going to be an intense game four. It's on now. It's on. It, 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 Pinto. It, it, go ahead. For a, guy, for a guy that doesn't watch hockey and myself, like, a ton, the way you described it, I would have thought that, like, Domi did, like, something crazy. Is it, is it that bad? Like, the little, like, not with the little pl- slash the, on him or whatever you want to call it? Is that, the problem I have is that Lingren's not Is that looking. the game's over? The, the game's over. Lingren's not looking. It's okay. Cheap. It's Bush League. Right. Yeah. If and there's I, a, if there's a scrum, six player scrum behind the net, pushing, shoving, cursing at each other, I've, I've seen that a, a hundred times. I've, I've no issue with that. And then Tony D'Angelo, jerk of yeah, the I, NHL, we know how you feel about him. Gerard Gallant yeah. would eat him for breakfast. <laughs> eat him for breakfast. It's on for game four. It is, it's on. It's on. I now. was also, I was just curious. You're, I wanted to like, I wish I was with you when I think it was Kreider missed that, the empty oh net. My Did God. you feel like, that would be classic, just like the Canes end up tying Car the game. Canes come down and score. I mean, that's, yeah. your first, that's your first thought. Chris I Carter was scored, shocked when Chris Carter, when Chris Carter scored 52 goals this year. This was the easiest one. <laughs> you know, he's got – he's scored the second goal today. I think he's got six yeah. in the playoffs so far. Yeah, that was as a, a, easy as an empty net goal you can score. I think all four of us, maybe at least three of us, would have put that in the net. <laughs> um, that was a – but – All's well that ends well. Tyler Mott was able to, you know, little yeah, and he shot, had a tougher netter, one, but right. Put and it in. Uh, the Rangers find a way, not not pretty by any stretch, but they found a way. Shesterkin let in a really bad goal to make it two to one. Bounced back after that, so uh, we should have a fun game four on our hands for Tuesday. On the other hand, I mean, guys, I said Lightning in six. I thought the Lightning would win. This series might be over in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, wild. They're, you never really pick. Good. You, I think they are 
top to bottom. I mean, you never really pick besides like Colorado against Nashville. It's hard to pick a hockey series to be a sweep. There just aren't that many. And yeah. this this might be one against the President's Trophy team. Nonetheless, I wanted to give Florida two games at least. Game two, if if for anyone who didn't watch, um, Tampa Bay scored with three seconds left. Heartbreaker, to absolute heartbreaker to win the game. They won both games on the road. One tonight, this afternoon, very easily five one. And uh, yeah, they can they turn around. They had two days off in between games two and three. So they play today and then Tampa and they play tomorrow. So Tampa Bay can wrap that up tomorrow and be in the conference finals again. Let's let's ask again. Uh, I know Mike wasn't on last week, but we we did our little fans. Mike was on last uh, week. Mike wasn't on two or, weeks sorry, ago. two weeks ago was when yeah. was that no when the lightning question? Sorry, yes. Mike. No I complete I forgot about you completely. I got but you. No. It's two weeks ago, yeah. So so Jess uh, gave us that lightning question, Jaws Dog as as everyone knows her. But um do you does is your mind changed on that based on how they're playing? No, because I still think Colorado is the best team in the league. And I think Colorado is going to win the Stanley cup. But if they, if they beat Florida, then that's another president's trophy, the president's trophy team out of the way, they would be the favorite against the Rangers. Even though the Rangers might have home ice, they had the same amount of points and the Rangers won the season series. So I think the Rangers would have home ice against them. I don't know if they would be favored again. I mean, against Carolina. Carolina would have the home ice. I think Carolina would be like a minuscule favorite if they, if they, yeah, uh, I think very, they, yeah, very small. Up. So, um, and then in the West Colorado, nice win yesterday up two one on St. Louis. They finally lost the game. They lost game two in Colorado on home ice, but a nice bounce back win yesterday. And then um, in Western Canada, in Alberta, where the over under for these games is about <laughs> 64. Crazy. Right? Crazy. I mean, we had a we had a five three in game two, um, and that was tame. And now, after two periods in Edmonton, as we were you see we the were, score as we were recording this at nine. What's the score now? PM on Sunday, four, four nothing. nothing Oilers. After after two, so what was funny is we basically came on right when the second period was starting, and it was zero zero after one. And I was like, okay, <laughs> now we got some now we got some Rangers games going on over here. Yeah. And now the Oilers scored four in the second, and it's four nothing. After after game one, Rangers Canes, I I kept the TV on just to check out the the Oilers Flames for a little bit. That was game one of their series, and it was already I like look up from my phone, and it was already two nothing Flames, and then it's like three one a couple minutes later. I was like, what's like? Do they do they yeah. just do empty nets and just say like, let's see how many goals we can score? I was basically I playing was NHL, basically playing NHL in your college dorm. Crazy. Nice. Evander Kane with a hat trick. Second period hat trick for Kane. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Crazy. So right. So the Oilers are barring a, you know, we can't put anything past us in in this series. The Flames still have twenty minutes here, but barring anything miraculous, the Oilers will be up two one with Game Four at home. Hockey is just so fun. The NHL playoffs is. is the great. You can anyone can disagree with me, not just. You guys, right now, it is the greatest postseason exhibition. I think there is. I don't think there is anything better. I think a lot of people would agree with you. It is so. Think, yeah, even people who don't like hockey, like the they intensity. watch they playoff tune hockey. In for, exactly, yeah. it is so it's, intense. I think I said this last show. Sometimes it's it's not even fun. I, I mean, I'm a diehard Rangers fan. Sometimes it's not even fun watching. It's torture. 
Sometimes oh, it I'm is sure. I couldn't imagine being like a torture. diehard. Watching yeah, good thing a, I follow the Sabres. I never have to worry about it. Watching a <laughs> one-goal game and the clock runs down in the third period. And the Rangers for, you know, they in the in the Lundquist era, it, it never seemed like they had many 4-1 wins. <laughs> Everything's always close. And uh, yeah. same seems to ring true this year. It seems like they they never do anything easy. Um, but I'm I'm ex- I'm excited for Rangers. Rangers came for this is this this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a charged up. Atmosphere. Can we get can we get a garden. score prediction, Pinto? What what do you what do you foresee happening in, in game four? I know you said you think like obviously it's gonna be intense. Rangers need to win. What do you see happening? I'm gonna not, go not from your heart, from your head. I'm gonna go two one Rangers again. I'm gonna go who scores. Gonna, um, wow. I'm gonna take Truba on a point on a seeing eye shot from the point, and I'm gonna take. <laughs> Lafreniere. Max, he gives you more than you asked for. Max, I don't <laughs> I know if, um, if you were aware of this. I wasn't aware. They said it today during the broadcast when the uh, the Hurricanes got a nice opportunity. They got to go on the power play with six minutes left in the game. Their power play dating back to the regular season. It's been maybe, bad. Maybe I'm off one number, so I apologize if I am. I believe Sean McDonough on, a, on the, uh, the ESPN telecast said nine for their last 92 I think that's pretty close to. I, I heard him say that as well. I think that's I, pretty close. I believe that was not, not. I mean, that's that's abysmal. And for like a top team like that, you just don't right. expect that that it's kind of stat. So power, yeah, I mean, they make they make up for it because their penalty kill is so good. Although the Rangers were able to get one today, Mika, um, in uh in the first period, nice seeing a shot, able to to squeeze it through Ranta. But yeah, I mean. I picked them, I picked them to go to the finals. But you got to get more out of nine of your last ninety-two if you want to beat a Colorado, if you want to beat in Edmonton. And it's hard to get out of that. I feel like I feel like you just kind of you start hearing that and realizing right. it more, and it's right. hard to like you snap to force that stuff and start. And it just sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, um, I I don't know if we're planning on moving on from the NHL. I did want to ask one more question about the Avs. Yeah, go ahead. Um, we Absolutely actually don't have time. Blues. Sorry, Max. Oh, never mind. Next week. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just wanted to ask. I know I heard a lot about injuries to uh was it Bennington on the Blues? Bennington's out for the and rest then, of the series. Yep. Oh, so he is. And then He's Samuel out for the Gerard rest of the on the series. And then Gerard on Colorado is broken I just want to get your sternum. thoughts on on those two injuries. Obviously, Bennington you know, really good. And their backup I saw, I think he um, has struggled when he's, when he's played this postseason for the most part, can you, do you know a little bit about those two and just like, yeah, how big um, that is for both teams? Yeah. Uh, I think it's worse for St. Louis. Cause I don't think they'll win the series without Bennington. Um, I, I just, I can't see them winning three out of four, especially with two games on the road without Bennington there. So I, I think in I don't think this, they'll win with him. Right. So I think in this so series, especially, <laughs> yeah, I, I think in this year, in this series, it hurts St. Louis more Gerard getting hurt hurts Colorado. I think they can manage it. They're so deep. McCarr can basically do the production of four defensemen just by himself. So I think they'll be able to withstand it. It's a tough loss. Maybe they're a little less dominant going through the rest of the playoffs with him out. But I think Colorado's going to win the series, and I th- I think they'll be okay moving forward. I still think they represent the Western Conference. We had a, we had a couple different options for the uh, stories you may have missed. 
Um, we're going to go ahead with one from our very own Tom Pinto. Um, so breaking news, Michael Vick is actually going to stay retired. I don't know if anybody heard, but <laughs> there were reports saying that he was going to come out of retirement to play uh, in the fan-controlled football league, which uh, Terrell Owens has played in that, Johnny Menzel has played in that, but he actually came out and he tweeted Sunday that he's going to stay on the sidelines. So he said, I hung him up in 2015, never to return again. Um, had an amazing time and accomplished so much. I say that to say they're going to stay hung up and I will not be coming out of retirement. So for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> the fan controlled football league is an eight team league that plays uh, seven regular season games and it's playoffs at a single indoor 50 yard field. And it's a seven on seven and the fans get to call plays, which I guess is kind of cool. You know, if you like the game and you just want some extra stuff to watch, but um, personally, I've never watched the game. I don't know if any of you have. But um, obviously, so Michael Vick with the Falcons, unbelievable player, just an absolute video game, changed the game, changed the quarterback position, maybe a legend in his own right. Um, he ended his career in Philadelphia, the Jets, and then he went to the Steelers, which I completely forgot about and uh, officially retired in 2017. So not coming out of retirement, I bet he's still just as quick and agile and elusive as he was, but we will not get to see it, unfortunately. So. My question to you guys, would you like to see him come out of retirement and play? Would you think it'd be fun? Do you think he'd, he'd be, you know, still fun and electric to watch? What do we think? You go first, Max. I mean, I can't say I'd watch. I guess maybe I would tune in for a little bit, but I don't watch right now with like Terrell Owens, um, Manziel. Like, it's kind of cool that he's playing somewhere or doing something, um, but it doesn't make me tune into those games. I just think when it's not the NFL for me, I'm just not super interested. I will say Michael Vick, I'm sure a lot of people might disagree on that. And he, and he would bring in a lot more viewers. Um, it would be cool again to check him out, but I don't think he'd be someone that I would be watching every week um, playing all the time. I think it is cool league to have though, and just see some of these guys you haven't seen in a while. And they still, I mean, Terrell Owens, I watched like clips of him a little bit and he looks pretty good still I'm not saying he can play in the NFL but like it is kind of fun to watch these guys that you thought you'd never really see play football again and they're you know somewhat doing it um so yeah it's, it's a cool idea it would be cool to see him back but I don't think I'd watch too uh too much pay attention too much to that I would give a quick watch if he was back I would want to see if those legs are still churning yeah to see how fast he looks yeah I would want to see how fast he is I wouldn't but care he's only how he 50 could throw. I wouldn't care how he could throw. I would care how he could run. As That's pretty probably, much what he did his whole career anyways. I, I guess how we enjoyed Michael Vick watching him the, the most of his career. Yeah. I, would, I would not be awed if he uh, wowed if he threw a 55-yard a dime. Um, I would want to see how well those legs still work. So I would give him a Is watch. The, and if I, if, if, if I wasn't impressed by his running ability, I'm out. Done. If you could, like, name – one person you guys would want to like watch play football again, whether like NFL or just some sort of league. Wayne Is there someone Krabet. that comes out? Wayne Krabet, my man, hmm. my guy. I think, I think I'd go with Jordy or uh, Jordy Nelson. That is, and uh, or Donald Driver, just one of one of those Packer receivers that I just really loved watching <laughs> play, and just like they had fun playing. Like not only were they very good, but they just like you could tell they were like loving playing football. 
Are you so? Are we talking about like someone that's old now that we'd want to see come out of retirement, or someone that we just like would love to see play in general? Get more who we'd want to see uh, come out of retirement. Okay, uh, then for me, I'd love to see a little bit of uh, salsa come back to the Giants, a little mm. bit of Victor Cruz. I thought you were yeah. going to say Jermichael Finley, Max. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. He. He's actually, I mean, I don't know if he's tuning in, but he is not on my uh, list of guys that I'm a big fan of. So we don't, we don't really bring up Jermichael. Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah, he's got Didn't that. Play, he's though. got a lot of, a lot of concussions. Didn't play. Didn't play in the Super Bowl though. He was injured. There's a lot of guys that are Super Bowl champions that you probably don't even know who they are. So true. But Jermichael, if he, if it wasn't for the concussion, I mean, he was really good. Um, they had a great. I mean, you're bringing back memories. I have a actually picture up here of them, and now Pinto's bringing back some some good and bad memories. But yeah, that Super Bowl run, they were that was fun time freshman year of college, where I met all you. No. Wow, this is really bringing me back. I'm no, crying no. now. Hey, wow, Mama Marcone catered that uh, Super Bowl party, and uh, that was delicious. Yeah, pepperoni bread she- is that what we call it? Yeah, pizza bread, pepperoni bread. Pizza, yeah, she made everything. Little pigs in a blanket. She made some dips and all that stuff. All that good stuff. Thank you. Every year now, ever since that. <clears throat> Do you want me to make some stuff for the Super Bowl? Mom, <laughs> um, twenty nine years old. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> exactly. So Tammy, shout out Tammy. She listens every week. She texts me. Listen to your podcast. Thanks, see her on the Facebook love page. You. She's showing love on there. I hope, yeah. hope others do. Shout out Tammy. She's a good one. On to our loss of step. What do you got for us, Pinto? So uh, lost a step this uh, segment this week really can be lost a step for the year, but we'll just focus on the week um, because Yankee outfielder Joey Gallo, 0 for 13 this week putting his average now at a blistering 176. He's smiling while he says this, by the way. Joey Gallo this season together has had 46 combined walks, runs scored, and hits. 46 combined. He has 45 strikeouts. If you're not a baseball fan, people, that's not good. That's not very good. <laughs> that is not very good. Credit to the Yankees for having the record that they do with him being basically an automatic out in left field. I mean, that's that's not being harsh. That's not being <laughs> the Mets anti-Yankee guy. He Guys, he stinks. He's, he's terrible. <clears throat> if the Yankees are going to win the World Series this year. Was that a laugh he, or a cough? <laughs> Did that was he just a laugh or no, oh, okay. that was a cough. I hit the cough. Laugh button. cough. Um, if the, if the Yankees are going to win the World Series this year, guys, they in need to make an up. They need to make an upgrade at left field. He cannot be starting in Game One of the playoffs. He can't. You don't think he's going to figure it out? I mean, he hit. Let me bring up the stats here. When they traded for him last year. That's what I was going to ask. What he when how he, he did hit, last he year? Hit he hit one seventy. He hit one seventy six in thirty five games with the Yankees last year. He has hit. He's hit over two. I'm looking at his season batting averages. He's hit over two twenty three once in his career. 
How many how many games are they in right now? About 50? Uh, They're just, 29 and 12, so 41. 41. So, so just, a, just about a quarter of the season. So so basically in a half a season of games played, he's hasn't figured it out. So I don't know if he will, because between last year when he came over to the Yankees and, and now these yeah. 40, 41 games this year. So, I mean, to your question, Mike, it seems hard. I mean, I know it does happen sometimes, but like, I don't know if he's he's figuring. Did they it just out. place him on like the COVID? Yes, list? he, he probably is. doesn't yeah, even have COVID. The, yeah, the COVID <laughs> list um, doesn't have COVID. Uh, COVID like symptoms. I wonder if he yeah. borrowed like a fake positive test, or the Yankees right, like gave him like, one and been like, "Give me a rest on the list." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you are ice cold, my friend. <laughs> do you guys think like what what do you think it is? Because when a guy comes over from Texas last year, like putting up what close maybe not mvp numbers but like hitting a ton of home runs and like he goes to yankees stadium and he's not doing that like what it what is it is it just a mental thing is it not being able to play somewhere i i think i mean Uh, look at the back of the baseball card he's a career 205 hitter i mean the strikeouts we knew were going to be there when they got him right but there's a lot of power hitters that strike out a lot that are having great years but they hit home runs pete alonzo (laughs) strike out a lot and they're having great exactly seasons. yeah i do uh, I'm, I'm telling you i the yankees can't have him playing playoff games they there's, can't at least not starting there's there's not many things in sports that can compare to like how striking out and like not hitting mentally affects you in baseball and i feel like that's just magnified when you play for the yankees and maybe he just doesn't have the mental fortitude to go out there and just figure it out because i I don't think there's anything wrong with his swing or anything like that. He's just not on the pitches. He's just not, I don't know. Maybe he's just not seeing him come in the way that he's supposed to, but I agree Pinto based on those career numbers. I mean, maybe they just went out and got the wrong guy because they're the Yankees and they try to buy people. I, I don't know. I mean, they've been, no. uh, I mean, the Yankees have all, even though they got swept by Chicago today, um, for two uh, Pinto. The best all record, right, man. The best <laughs> dude, record, you're just, dude, let me say my point. The best record in the American league. And they're getting next to nothing from not only Joey Gallo, but Aaron Hicks too. And they still have the record that they are a tribute to how fantastic their pitching's been. Although it did take a little bit of a hit because Chad Green is out for the year now. And that's a tough break for them. And Gil just, is he out for the year too? Did you see Did the they say out for the year? Injury I, didn't see the that. Alert. I got I the injury see- alert. I don't know. But it was like both yesterday, I think where I saw information on those and that's obviously not good. Chapman's struggling. They're now saying right. something with his Achilles. Right. So Chapman, this is, I don't the, know if that's an this, excuse. Yeah. This, this weekend now kind of things turning. Like the Yankees have like hit their first real adversity of the season right now, just about a quarter of their way through. Let's see how they respond. They got four against Tampa next weekend, Thursday, uh, I believe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So that should be fun. First time this year. A lot of bad blood they, between them the 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 last couple of years. Tampa loves to stick it to the Yankees. The Yankees have struggled against them in yep. regular season the in regular past season. few so years. This should be this should be fun. First, when big, when big Mike tag. said when Mike said mental fortitude, do you know who I thought of? Who? Remember our Facebook one of our Facebook comments from uh from that guy Steve Kahn? Oh, sure I do. What he said he 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 wanted us to talk about some like mental like guys like Chuck Knobloch who like ended up like struggling with errors and just mm-hmm. like guys like that like 
he just wanted us to talk about the mental side. And we said, we don't know if we're, we're prepared for that or we, can we have did, that conversation. We did a little but, bit of it with Ben Simmons as yeah, best and yeah, delicately yeah. as we could. But I think he did I mean, say it, mental fortitude. So he'll be, he'll be happy. Really? That's my dad for anyone who doesn't Shout know, but he'll, he'll be excited to, to hear that, that uh, phrase mentioned on the show. We got you. My Steve. former, uh, we my got former you pong partner, my former yeah. pong partner on graduation weekend. <laughs> uh, well, mental fortitude. I'll say it twice for him. Maybe it'll put a smile on his face. Mental fortitude. <laughs> there's a third dig for you. Uh, so <clears throat> Joseph Gallo, I'm calling you Joseph by your first name, figure it out. You have lost a step, my friend, and you do not want to be on this segment again. Maybe get so. one hit per week and we'll take you off. <laughs> Damn. How many hits did you have at Pinto? I had my share. I struggled pitching. That's what, how, what's your share? How many, how many hits did I have? Yeah. How many hits? Yeah. Probably 20, 25 over the course of, of the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Struggled pitching. Not bad. Gave up, gave up too many home runs. Well, that's because you got that noodle arm. <laughs> it was it, dude. By the by, the fourth <laughs> game, my arm, my arm was gassed. He's actually got ice. You on have right to go now. in for my that. Arm, TJ. My arm was gassed. Little Tommy John going on. Oh boy, Mark, what is uh, what is the Tommy John surgery? Do you know? I missed that day in school. Uh, no idea. He yeah. missed health class that day. Well, I missed health class. <clears throat> Anyways. Boys, before we sign off here, anything else? Any any other comments? Anything you guys would like to bring up for the good of the order here? I'm just going to reiterate Rangers-Canes game four. Watch it if you haven't watched this series. There's going to be some fireworks. This series just turned. The teams are mad at each other now. The coaches are mad at the players. There's going to be some fireworks <laughs> game four. And this is going to be fun. How many fights over with- under? Fighting doesn't happen That's a tough. lot. In, fighting doesn't happen a lot in the playoffs. And That's no true. That, that is and, true. And no one on Carolina, I don't think, is dumb enough to fight Ryan Reeves. That's just not something you wanted to. Um, if Tony D'Angelo is stupid enough to fight him, boy, I would love to see it. I think he is, but I would. L- oh man, I would relish the opportunity to see Ryan Reeves absolutely destroy him. But to go to go along uh, with. Excited. To go Actually, along with well. Pinto's. <laughs> oh, go, come on, boys. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> my, my producer gave me a look, and I, I didn't know how to take that. But um, they had a staring with, contest for 10 seconds. <laughs> it was kind of nice. I liked it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> to go along with Pinto's point, um, the Rangers-Canes series so far, like after the Canes-Bruins series where there was, I feel like it was physical from the start and just a lot of, like after every whistle, it seemed like there was something going on. Um, it seems like, Pinto, I don't know if you agree, but it seems like it's been pretty calm and like yeah, this pretty one, nice so this far. One so took till the end of until the whistle blew in game three to just flip. And I like it just because again, yeah. as like someone that's rooting for the Canes, but not a you know a diehard like you, it's just it's fun. It makes it a little more exciting. So I'm I'm excited for game four. It's, it's gonna on be now. fun and it's on. And we're at the garden again for game four. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. loud, it's gonna be fans crazy. Are, fans um, are gonna be charged up. It's on. Cool. Quick update, boys, before we before we head out. Halftime, Warriors Mavericks. 48, Mavericks 47. Real Curry good. 16 at the half. half. We got a game. Luka, we can go watch the second half. half. Watch second half. Mark, you better watch the second half. Don't watch any We're gonna film quiz document. You. Don't, don't watch any silent films from the 1930s right now. You got to watch second uh, half di- now. Oh, uh, dude, you know how I do Sunday. You know that. 
you know that. That's Why are you a, taking that away? That's just a weird response. That <laughs> makes me feel like he's definitely to go. not going to watch. Go. <laughs> Why are you taking that away? Also, guys, I looked it up. A Tommy John surgery is slang <laughs> for when you get a when you get a uh, an illegal fat wedge with uh, black marking ingredients. Oh, yeah. I'm just. I actually thought he looked it up, and I thought he was gonna. I I was yeah, I was ready for it. Didn't but... see the didn't see the fat wedge comment coming in there, which no, is a sandwich, no, guys, by the way. Not guys. Yeah, I give make no that clear. Effort. Make that clear. Yeah, it's a sandwich, all right. <laughs> no, I guys, I give no effort into this. I I want you to know that. We can tell. But we love <laughs> Yeah, we. Not at all. That was never in question. <laughs> well, before we uh, have another staring contest between the two of you. Uh, this has been the 11th, the 11th episode of the Lost Step podcast. Sunday, May 22nd, Mike Marcone, Max Kahn, Tom Pinto, and unfortunately, Mark DiStefano. <laughs> it's been real. It's been fun. And it hasn't been real fun, boys. I'll see you next week. Peace.